0: Welcome to the Policy Viz Podcast, I'm your host, John Schwabish, and I'm here with Eric Klotz, founder of Visualized. Eric, welcome to the third episode. Hey, John, great to talk to you again. Thanks, man, thanks for coming, I appreciate it. Absolutely. So, um, uh, you and I have been working for the last few weeks on a really exciting conference here in D.C. It's going to take place on May 21st, uh, Visualized Political Data. Um, we can let's talk about that in a minute. But first, I want to sort of ask you if you could just describe the goals and the purpose of, of visualize this, this group that you that you've uh, that you created.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So um, yeah, so first of all, it's been a blast working with you on that on this upcoming event, and um, and it, it's it's always fun to work on these events. And I think that our goal is is really to um, we'll have an event that's amazingly curated. And really fun for the audience, but the main goal is for people to be educated and inspired when they walk out of an event that we produce. And not just with uh, kind of like the tools that they can use to create visualizations and things like that, but also learning about the stories themselves that people are telling. Yeah. So um, uh, we'd like to provide a platform for people to showcase really important stories and uh, have people walk away and, and learn about things they wouldn't have you know, otherwise known about. So right. some Either stuff that. is like whether it's about global warming or whether it's about um, animal species and being endangered or, um, you know, things like Selfie City which are much more uplifting and just kind of funny to see right, how people find yeah. selfies in the world. Yeah, but I, I think the stories are, are at the heart of, of what we do.
0: So you've had, let's see, so you did um, New York in 2012, you did Europe in 2013, you did New York again in 2014, you're doing New York again in October I think, right? Yes. Um, so when you sort of start pulling these things together, do you have like a um, – well, obviously political data that's coming up as a sort of you know a targeted concept and theme. But for these other ones, do you have like a theme in mind or are just sort of like trying to get like really cool people doing really cool stuff and just be inspiring? Or do you sort of like say, we want to do these sorts of talks? Yeah, no.
1: I think that the, – well, the first goal is to actually have an event that is not snowed out where JFK <laughs> is not completely <laughs> shut down because <laughs> – if you remember, in uh, in 2012 and in 2014, we did it right in the middle of a snowstorm. Right. So we are hoping that uh, I mean, actually, with JFK being closed down, you know, the main airport uh, yeah. near the event, and it, uh, you know, people had a hard time. There was people that flew into Philadelphia and took a train in, etc. Right. So our first goal here is uh, moving it to October to see if the weather will be a little bit more agreeable with us. All right. Cool. 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 So. So if we, can, if we can establish that, then we're, then we're going to be good. Yeah. Step one, then people are, can
0: show up. Right. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> so um, aside from that, um, for the bigger events, yeah, I mean, I think it's a mix of um, finding people who are doing really cool stuff and also that combination of, of finding the stories, I think, that have some uh, significant social impact. Yeah. So uh, last time, you know, we had Wes Grubbs and he was talking about drone strikes, mm-hmm. and um, you know, we had we had some topics that were a little bit heavier, but you know what? We're not afraid of that, and in fact, I encourage it. Yeah, because I think uh, that's one of the reasons why I even started Visualized was to um, provide provide an opportunity for some of these important stories to be told in ways they haven't been told before. Right. So um, yes, we're looking for the stories first, and it just so happens to be that. Uh, cool people are <laughs> doing that, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so it's not necessarily we're just looking for the cool people, but right. um,
0: it's, But I get
1: what you're saying. We we try to start with the story first and not necessarily with, um, you know, the quote-unquote data viz rock stars that are out there or right. whatever. Right, Yeah.
0: And how important is, is it, well, I sort of know the answer, but for those who uh, haven't been to the to Visualize conferences yet, how important is it to you to find a really good venue? Like, the New York ones have been in the New York Times. Um, it's in the New York Times building, I don't know if it has a different name, and, and we'll be doing the, the, the event here at a really nice space at GW, so how important yeah. is that to sort of set the environment and the mood? And It's critical. Yeah, it's, ab- yeah, it's absolutely critical. I think
1: that um, these people have been working on their projects for so long, and I think that they deserve a place where they can showcase it, where it's uplifting, where the lighting is right, where the sound is good. Yeah. I mean, we're putting on a production here, it's not just a conference. The last thing, I, you know, I think you and I have been to so many conferences. Yeah, and uh, I'm sure a lot of the listeners probably yeah. can, can empathize, and um you know there's something about uh being in a hotel room kind of atmosphere where you know the carpet is like you know some kind of like maroon color yeah. with some <laughs> you know like and it's the just big feeling, chandeliers yeah yeah and it's just built for something completely different you yeah. know what we're showcasing are very modern examples of um storytelling and and powerful visuals and you know you need the room to be like in a way that showcases that and also where people can actually be comfortable. Yeah. So that's the reason why I go back to the Time Center is that it's one of those unique venues where, um, you know, it feels right. It feels like it's a place where the people get a chance to showcase what they've been, you know, something they've been working on for months, in some cases years. So it's, yeah. you know, it's doing right by the speakers and I think in the audience as well. So yeah, to answer your question. Uh, we'll always do our events in in like beautiful venues right
0: yeah that's great so so we've sort of laid out um finding the the good stories and the good people doing those stories are good speakers, and then the 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 good space are those the biggest challenges or what are the biggest challenges of of putting together pulling together these conferences i mean i've been working with you for the last few weeks, so I sort of have my own <laughs> sense of what's hard, but you've been doing this for a while now, so yeah. Yes.
1: So there's so many, there's, it's a great question because there's so many different things you got to take into consideration. And, um, I think, <clears throat> so the curation is the key and the curation, I mean, the, the venue part is once you find the place then you're good to go on that. But the curation is, is really important because that is, as you start to build it out, you start to see this composite come together. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 literally have a whiteboard where I am writing down, um, you know, who is speaking and, um, I'm keeping track of a little tracker of gender balance, right. um, you know even thinking about obviously like um you know different um ethnicities being represented and and topics making sure that everything is balanced yeah. and so as you start to build out you know you in, you invite like your first core people and then you kind of build on top of that yeah um, another nuance there is too is that um you know people then come to us once they start to see that you know the conference is being built, et cetera and then they reach out to us and they want to showcase their their uh, information. So the hardest part for me actually is telling people now.
0: Ah <laughs> that, <laughs> on a personal level, that
1: is the hardest part. Yeah. it's just, you know, you don't have room for it. You, you get a finite number of spaces yeah. and you um, you gotta make sure that it's action packed. Right. Um and then on top of that there's uh, you gotta make we do things like we make videos so you know, we, we find these stories that we think are interesting to tell for just to switch it up. I um, gotta remember if you you know we did one on DataKind, right, 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 yeah, and yeah, and we did one on, um, you know, that story of the, the Joy Division, uh, the Joy Division cover, yeah. yeah, the cover, yeah, and just things that um you know are kind of interesting, you know, yeah. it's just kind of switch up the content a lot, right. So and you know in this year for two thousand and fifteen, what we're doing in October is uh, we've got a ton of stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in some cases it's it's not even a conference; we're producing a show. I mean we. Yeah. We sit there and we brainstorm about the most ridiculous, often stupid <laughs> ideas, <laughs> and uh, you know, any idea is, is possible, and then we kind of like, you know, scratch it off whether or not it makes sense or whether or not we've got time to do it. In some cases, you know, there could be a big budget involved to, mm-hmm. to do something, but, um, you know, in, in some ways, we kind of, it's so much fun for us to see the end results that uh, we put everything into it. Right.
0: So, So, you, and, mentioned, you mentioned the... Um the gender balance, you know, clearly in, um, data visualization in the tech area, that's sort of a big, um, deal, um, is the sort of gender and race balance. So is that, so, so it's interesting to hear that, uh, you know, you're targeting that. And I know we've been, we've been worrying about that a lot with this sort of the political data conference. So, you know, what, what are the sort of things that you keep in mind as you're sort of building these things out when it comes to that?
1: Oh, you always got to keep it in mind. Yeah. Um and I think that, you know, with the regards to the main data visuals, even the the main event, yeah. um, gender balance is not an issue. Right. It's it's pretty easy. Um there's a lot of women out there doing some amazing things out there. A lot of women doing more amazing things than some of the than, than men are yeah, <laughs> doing. Absolutely. It's, yeah. I mean, the field, that field it really doesn't feel like it you know, at maybe in the beginning, it mm-hmm. seemed like, you know, there was um You know, I guess a few years ago it was a little bit harder. Now it's not a problem at all. Yeah. When you get into the verticals, though, um, that is when it gets a little bit crazy. Specifically, this one for the political data one. Yeah. Boy, politics, it is just seriously, it is like man show, first of all. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, and then we start to get into, we start getting into, you know, the nuances of it, which is like the data visualization and, um, you know, some of the, some of the, things that we wanted to cover for this political data event, things that are doing people that are doing unique things and people that are actually um going to have some impact on the election next year. And yeah, of course I mean there's definitely women that are that are out there that are being involved, but boy, it is like uh, you know, just Yeah. It was challenge. Yeah, it is a challenge, yeah. yeah. But I think we did it, you know, I think we've done a pretty good job. Yeah, and, I mean, um, um, it, it, you just got to look for it.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a great lineup uh, for, for those who are listening haven't haven't uh, um, seen the lineup. Uh, you should check it out on the website. Um, Allison Hurt from NPR, Lisa Strausfield from Bloomberg will be there. Um, we have Ben Castleman from Five Thirty Eight. Um it's a great it's going to be a great lineup great it's going to be a great event.
1: Yeah, um, it's going to be awesome. It really is. And I've, the, all the research that I've been doing on this, um, I've become an expert. I am a. am officially a domain expert on political data now. You're it's ready. crazy. You're yeah, ready. but no, it's like I, I have connected the dots of all the players yeah. who sit in that ecosystem and who are controlling the data. I've down to where the data is coming from and how people are going to be using it in 2016 and I got to tell you it's fascinating.
0: It really is. Cool. So so, what, so so what are the what are the visualizations either political or otherwise what are the sorts of things that sort of get you excited the sort of things that you like to play around with or pay attention to or well, obviously,
1: what the, the New York Times are doing—it's—it's um, it's I'll tell you one of the hardest things, John. I—we haven't even talked about this subject. Not to invite too many people from the New York Times because everything <laughs> is so freaking awesome. It's insane. It's true. it's, so true. it's uh, like it's, I uh, have this.
0: I have this problem when I teach. Is like you know I you know I'll practice these talks sometimes in front of my wife, and she'll say, you know. You just discussed five visualizations and they're all from the Times. You need yeah. to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, it's Absolutely,
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, I have, uh, I have a media crush on the New York Times. <laughs> <laughs> and so uh, so I think, of course, they're doing some of the more um, interesting things out mm. there in terms of taking the big data sets and making it, you know, expediting the understanding for the general public. What I am also seeing on the other side is this rise of kind of like the bite-size data visualizations, uh-huh. which is this kind of like fast style, um, let's show one little graphic and, you know, give you a paragraph. Yeah. And that's kind of just, you know, trying to keep up with the way people are consuming media today. So if you look at five thirty eight, I think they've even got, you know, five thirty eight itself is known for kind of showing these, you know, Byte-sized data visualizations, I don't know if that's the right term, but that's the term that yeah, i use. used. Yeah, it's just these little, right. these
0: little graphs, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and even within that, as if that wasn't enough, if they didn't condense it enough, they've got something within it, I think, called the data lab or the data yeah. blog that within 538, which even, I think, the purpose of that is to get these visualizations on mobile. Right. Oh yeah. So, so that is. um, I think that's one of the trends we're seeing. There's also, um, you know, I I just came across this um, project by the New York Media Lab, I think, and um, it's something called Lenses, and they're they're trying to raise um, some money for it. I think they've, uh, and I think they right now are currently applying for some kind of funding from the from the Knight Foundation, but the idea is to work with some of these media companies and. Give them quick style access for journalists to put data visualizations that are specifically to be showcased on mobile devices. Oh, okay. So I'm seeing that trend of, you know, kind of like these, re- at the same time, there's like the reduction of these data visualizations. And then there are people like the New York Times who are going full on experimental and they're just going to blow our minds in 2016.
0: Yeah. Well, what's interesting about, like, the New York Times, as a, just, an, just because, we'll just use them as an example, right? So they have – so the, 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 the one that people got excited about, like, a week or two ago was the, um, the 3D yield curve graph, right? And mm-hmm. so it was this 3D yield curve, and, you know, you can move around, and it was sort of a stepper where it would go, you know, one view, and then you'd click, and it would – you know, the thing would rotate into the second view. And um, I, I linked to it from my – I saw it first on my phone, and when I saw it on my phone, it was just a bunch of static images, Mm-hmm. On the phone, and then later, I kept seeing everybody so excited about it, and then I went to my desktop and then I was playing around with it. Um, so this balance between you know the sort of like these snapshots on the phone versus like the big thing on the on the mobile uh, devices is really interesting. yeah, and, and really challenging, right?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I don't know how that's going to play out because um, at one point there the challenge is how much how much flexibility can you give for the with this information? How far can you let people dive into it and yeah. really experiment with that data? And you know, I, I think that that's kind of like a uh, it's a web experience versus um, you know being on the being on the phone, right? And even even despite we're seeing the uh, you know the phones get bigger in, in size and, yeah. and things like that, I still think it's challenging. But we'll see a little bit more interactivity. Um, I think that's one of the programs that that that, that group uh, lenses is going to be is working on, but uh, but certainly. Some of the things like Allison Heard is working on and things like that, I it, I I can't see that translating onto the phone in 2016 with the same level of flexibility.
0: Yeah, 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 that's true. Which is which is really interesting. I mean, if you think about the folks who are sort of really following the election, they're gonna yes. be on their phones all the time, and so do they want to be able to like play around with the data as they're you know going from event to event or.
1: Well, do you use an iPad? Is it the same experience? I wonder if it's the same experience on an iPad.
0: Yeah, so I mean, my my I don't I I have or tablet or a tablet. I just haven't I haven't splurged for the you know for the connectivity on my tablet. So I need the Wi-Fi. So I'm sort of tethered, you know. Um, But yeah, that's true. If you have a tablet and you know you have you have wireless connection, then um, I guess that's like in between, maybe I don't know.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't have a tablet. I, uh, I don't know. I, I'm not sure that tablets will be so uh, popular in a couple of years. I
0: kind of just feel like, you know, the. you think it's like huge screen. Well, when I'm know, traveling, screen. let's just use, you know, real yeah. world,
1: example. Um, you know, I get onto a plane and uh, I can just open up my laptop just as easily as a tablet, I suppose. Right. Yeah.
0: right. <laughs> Unless that guy in front of you puts his seat all the way back.
1: Yeah, well, that is always why I sit in uh, row nine because that the exit row is in front of me, so they can't lean back their seat. That's, oh, that's a little tip for you. Yes,
0: I always, uh, I always, <laughs> I always uh, when they come by with the drinks, make sure I put my close it up and put it away because I have this fear that they're going to hit turbulence and the coke going to the person next to me is going to be all over my machine, and that will be the end. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that will happen. That will happen. Yeah. But um, I do, all right. Know, so back what? Back so what are you? So let's just circle back to the conference because uh, it's coming up. Um, it's at GW on the on the twenty first. What are you? Do you, Is there something you're most excited about? Yeah,
1: actually, I'm most excited about explaining how connecting the dots. So mm-hmm. for me, when I, you know, at least when we dump, jump into these verticals, so you know, visualize might be doing something like another vertical, like science, or something like that down the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love just kind of just jumping into it, and understanding the landscape. So I didn't quite understand it before, yeah. but I think that um, the audience will have an understanding of like, who the players are, what kind of data they're collecting, um, how those you know, who, what kind of data companies work with the other data companies. Yeah. It's, it's super fascinating, by the way, to look at the party split. This is probably the most interesting part of like, political data, and that is there are companies that work with democratic data only. And ones that work with oh, Republican data only. There's a few in the middle that play with like both yeah. sides of the data, but for the most part, it's a per, like da- political data is partisan. Now, um, how they collect that data is super fascinating. So yeah. I think I think um, you know data science is actually going to be a, a pretty big part of this discussion, um, as well as the visualization part. Very cool. Um, and, you know, of course, the two go hand in hand. Any of these companies, I mean, I've, I've part of my research was when I was looking into the companies that, you know, what, whether or not we want them to participate in this, I was looking at who they're hiring. And, yeah. um, you know, what they're shaping out their, their, their force to be like. Right. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's clear to me that they're focused on both the, uh, you know, Obviously, the analytics and, right. and the visualization aspects of it. So, um, and seeing how, you know, these comp- how these organizations are starting to build out their organizations, working, you know, having a heavier focus on visualization as well is super fascinating. Wow. So, and then, of course, sure. New York Times is
0: going to be there. So, Of course. So then, you know, <laughs> it'll be great. Yeah. Uh, no, it's going to be, uh, I'm excited for it. It's going to be great. Um, we've got the conference on the 21st, and I'm running some workshops the day before, some data visualization workshops in town. So it's going to be uh, yeah. a couple days of data vis debauchery. It should be, uh, should be fun. Yeah, and also
1: we've been working with the George Washington University Graduate School of Political Management. Uh-huh. They're super awesome over there. They're so excited about the event. So I think that um, you know, there's going to be a, a large turnout of uh, st- you know, uh, students and actual graduate students um, because you know, if they're into politics, they're going to they're gonna be into this. Yeah, they're
0: going to be into it. Great. Yeah. Great. Well, thanks uh, so <laughs> much for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it.
1: Hey, thank you. And
0: I'm sure I'll be talking to you very soon. Very soon. All right, this has been the Policy Viz podcast. Thanks so much for listening.